Let's start. All right, here we go. Gonna, like, get the bar. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome to Lais and the Coach, a special Sunday edition. And we continue with our interviews. Yes. We haven't done a show just me and you in a while, and we've done so many interview shows. It's awesome. Um, and today we have a returning guest. <laughs> Uh, Team Forever athlete. Yes. And just getting off his first WBFF show. Uh, welcome back, Juan. Hey, guys. Hi, Juan. How are you doing? Welcome back to the show. What's up, guys? So, so we've talked to a lot of the people on the team, uh, a lot of them this week. Post show. Uh, post show. Uh, we talked to Juan a couple weeks before he got on stage for the first time, mm -hmm. um, just so that he could share some of his experiences uh, during his diet and his training, getting ready for the stage. But now that he's actually done it, um, it's it's going to be great to hear how that felt, how that went. Um, but on an interesting note, uh, we have spent the whole weekend uh, watching the Mr. Olympia. Yes. Uh, what a what a cool thing that's yeah, been. We loved it. It's, it's been so it's cool. been really cool. Like um, it's. It's like if you're like into basketball and you get to watch the finals mm -hmm. or you get to watch your favorite team, you know, it's yeah. it's when you're in this sport or in this thing that we do, um, whenever something like that comes, it's always cool to, to be able to watch um, it take place. Yeah. yeah. Super Bowl of bodybuilding. It's the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. <laughs> uh, and it was great. It was yeah. really cool. It was great. It was really cool. We need to do like a whole show on that. It's actually been uh, really cool. Idea, right? Yeah, we mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been great because we followed, I followed <laughs> a lot of the trajectory, a lot of the athletes competing. You know, everybody has in this social media time, everybody has a social media page, a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, and when I first became a fan of the sport, you had to wait until the magazine came out. Right. And I could tell you specifically for the Olympia, the Olympia issue of, that magazine, like a Flex or Muscle and Fitness, wouldn't come out for like six months. Oh my god! Like how the hell? And and again, like uh, there so wasn't there wasn't uh, like there wasn't a pay per view. There wasn't you can watch it online. There was on social media with all the updates. like you could dig like you could dig through different um, platforms and and different forums to find out who won. But that the magazine yeah. with <laughs> with the pictures of the show. It would it would literally take six months yeah, sometimes. It's crazy. So anyway, well, in in this era, you know, it's real time stuff. This era, this era, this era that we're in. So uh, last time we talked to Juan, uh, like I said, we were a few weeks out from his show, and he was all full steam ahead, right, yeah. with his prep. How, how many weeks were we? Do you remember? Uh, Four gosh, weeks? It probably, no, it was more than that. Yeah, it's probably more than that. Yeah. Six or eight yeah, weeks, six maybe. Weeks, um, yeah. mm -hmm. So how were those last couple weeks leading into the show for you? To be honest, it was uh, it was actually the last couple months was starting to really be tough. Um, uh, mental, physical exhaustion was, was, was really taking over. Um, but I think that's when the toughness really kicked in because I had to remind myself that I had to go and, and I had to stick through it. But um, that's when the true, you know, perseverance and sticking through it really came, came through. It was tough. It wasn't easy. It yeah. wasn't easy. It was tough. But I'm glad I went through that because when I finally got on stage, it's like I did it. It was, it was that much better. It was a victory, really, for me. I think I... Sense of accomplishment. That yeah. sense of accomplishment. We yeah. Like everybody that we've talked to, and, and we've been talking about it lately, like that sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. of completing the thing mm -hmm. has been, you know, j it just keeps coming up, yeah, you know, sure. and, and doesn't that apply to anything? Like just yeah. finishing something that you start, yeah. right? Seeing something, through. seeing it through. Like, I think that, I think that a lot of times people see the pictures on stage or, or, or they see a lot of the, the people that we coach or anybody really. The end result. They see the end result and they 
say, you know, that would be great to accomplish or that would be cool, but I could never, mm-hmm. right? I'm starting to, to, I'm gathering data. Your favorite. My favorite. My favorite <laughs> thing is to compile data and have lots of proof and evidence and facts so that I could like throw it back. But I'm silent. I'm starting to compile data and I'm starting to see a little bit of a trend mm-hmm. in the I could never do that really means I could never finish this or I could never see this through because mm-hmm. anybody could start, right? Anybody could start a program or uh, like a diet or, or a training program. But the difference between you guys is that you see it through, mm-hmm. right? And I've said it several times, the difference between all the people that, that at least in our environment, right, that we coach, because we coach different people. We coach people that compete and we coach people that are not interested in competing that want to transform the way they look, maybe they want to feel better, look better, whatever. But the biggest difference is that the people that are getting on stage have that goal date, that deadline, that timeline, and they see it through. Because not everybody that starts this journey sees it through either. Right. You know, even if their goal is a stage. We say it all the time. Until we're backstage, I don't know who's doing it and who's not. Right. (laughs) And we, I'm, I'm really seeing that at the very beginning of the conversation, the I don't know if I could do this or I can't see my body looking like that is really correlating with, I don't know if I could see this through. Mm-hmm. No. Because a lot of times too, what people will do is if they don't, if they don't say that, they'll say something that means the same thing. Like, oh, that's a lot of dedication. Right. That's a lot of discipline. Right. Or that's, you know, there's no way that I could eat like that or I can't spend that much time at the gym. Like people will make excuses or they'll give reasons why they can't without even having all the information. Which right. leads to the same thing, right? It's the same data that you're compiling. It's right. worded differently. And it's it's really just the way they're expressing it. Totally. Yeah. Right. Totally. So you saw it through, you right? Did. You saw it through. <laughs> and let's let's go right into because because we talked like if you haven't seen Juan's episode, um, I'm I'm gonna put it if you're if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, I'll put it in the notes so you could click on it. There's a there's a link to the YouTube episode, and if you're watching on YouTube, then I'll put that link here too. You could, it's somewhere on the page. Um, and we talked about where he was when he started his transformation and, and that. But let's go fast forward right to show weekend, yeah. right? Um, you you checked into the hotel or you arrive at the hotel. Did the nerves start then or? It did. I, the whole journey was so surreal. Like, it didn't feel like I was going to do it. Even, okay. Even though I was like focus and training and, and, and just sticking to my discipline and, and just being tunnel vision. It just didn't feel like I was going to do it because um, I just, I've never experienced anything like that. It didn't really hit me when we did check-ins. I mean, I was happy to be there. I was excited. Didn't really hit me. It hit me, I think, the morning after. When I, okay. When I woke up Saturday morning and I looked around and I was in my room and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, why I'm am I doing Why am I here? Like, how can I get out of this? Like, it honestly crossed my mind. Like, that's when the nerves kicked in. Mm-hmm. And it's because... Say no sound. <laughs> no sound? No, we good. Sorry. Oh. All right. But, um, but yeah, the morning after, that, that's when the nerves really kicked in. And, and it's just your mind playing, playing tricks on you. You're just like, you know, I started to compare myself and I started to like, oh, I'm not going to look good or whatever. Not even knowing... Not even seeing the guys. I was just like psyching myself out. But I had to kind of take a step back and realize if I made it this far, that means I accomplished so much more. Right. right. I'm in the best shape I've ever been. I did this, I did that. This is just the icing on the cake. If I'm here, I did it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it kind of hit me the, the morning after for whatever reason. And then um, as we went on the weekend, we'll probably talk about it. But then when we did the photo shoot, the team photo shoot and all that. So I was at, you woke up Saturday, yeah, right? Up Saturday. And now you're going through your thing in your head. in my head. And what's on the <laughs> agenda out. What's on the agenda for you Saturday? So Saturday, we did first the um, the team photo shoot. So you, you got a photo shoot got schedule. A photo shoot schedule. So. Which was... Much needed. I'm glad I did because if I probably didn't, I probably would have been freaking out the entire day. Mm-hmm. It breaks the ice, it breaks right? The ice, yeah. it kind of makes, I say that you know, all the time. Yeah. It, it was a, such a great experience. And then that's when I really started to see how I looked. I'm like, all right, I can do it's this. It's coming together. Yeah, it's coming together. It's working out. All that rice, all that whatever. 
Um, All that rice. <laughs> but um, let me tell yeah. you something. Juan ate a lot of rice. Yeah, we all hate him for it. <laughs> a lot. And and yeah, so like the day that they started, what, um, is it Amazon? Is it Amazon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we are in our dining room, <laughs> and I could see like Amazon trucks. Somebody pulling came. up front. But yeah, so the, the photo You're like, shoot. that doesn't mean anything. Don't come again. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. photo shoot. Photo shoot. But yeah, then and then I think we did the uh, the first coat of the um, tan. The tan, and that's when I was like, all right, I'm ready. I and got this happens. shit. You yes. really see the transformation. You see the highlights, and um, the tan changes everything. Oh yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it transformed me like hundred yeah. percent. I was like, who is that guy? Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't recognize myself. This is what I look like. I love the tan. But then that's when the the the. A sense of accomplishment like all the shit that i went through and all the negativity and psyching myself out i was like you're stupid i don't <laughs> know why you did that like that you fucking did it and that i think the nerves went away at that point nerves were coming coming back and there's something that i never done like the moment where i stepped on on the steps before getting on stage i started freaking out but as soon as the lights hit me and i hit the stage it was like automatic like you belong like, this is where i belong like look i'm here so, <laughs> you know? so um I had the moment where I, I was, I was, but I, I do that a lot. Like I'm, I psych, try to psych myself out when everything I do, but you kind of have to like take a step back and look at the perspective and look at everything you, you've accomplished. So it's definitely different when yeah. it's unknown, you know, exactly. like yeah. I get nervous before every show yeah. and then the same thing, I hit the stage and I'm like, okay, I'm okay. Uh, which is why I love that beginning parade. Right. It, like get, yeah. you get to step on stage. Uh, but it's, crazy that you can like be so nervous and step on stage and be okay mm -hmm. because that then here's the thing like the thing is here so the unknown i think is what really freaks people out because they don't know what to expect they don't know how they're going to feel how the, how they're going to do and the moment you do it you're like okay good it's not it's that just, bad yeah. i just never felt i don't know for whatever reason never felt real to me like as much as i was training and I knew what I was training for, but it just didn't feel real to me. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. You know, like Maybe like just, going on a vacation where you're like, you don't really feel like it's happening. But I think it's, it's very yeah. surreal because most people that embark on this journey for the first time, I think it's on some level, you subconsciously don't even think it's really going to happen, yeah. right? Uh, the entire journey. And then on another level, it's like, you know, can am I really going to do it? Yeah. You know, yeah. this... This is my body really going to transform that way? Right. Um, I find it really interesting because I've said I've a lot of the, the the athletes have said it to us, but I've said it to a few people. If day one that that we discussed getting on stage, I said, if you do everything that I am telling you to do, this is what you're going to get. And I showed you a picture. Your, of your what, after picture. Of your, what you would look like if you did it, you know. <laughs> I still don't think that, that everybody would like, oh, it's great. Like every day and you wake up, it's coming, you know, and you do what you got to do. Yeah, you wouldn't you, believe it. You wouldn't believe the outcome. And, and the part that's crazy too is you get that outcome without ever being able to fathom that it's going to be that good, but you still pick it apart. Right. Like you said, am and I then, ready? And I, am I this? Yeah. Am I that? You know? And I think also what helped me was being in a group of people that – they're going through the same shit as you. I was like, okay. You know, so like having that environment and that group of people where they were the all awesome and just everybody was just like great vibe. It helped the nerves as well. Even though it'll come back like, oh shit, I'm about to go on stage. But yeah. like having that, the same stories of everybody else and everybody has each other's back, that was very comforting. Like we were, right. we were all there for the same reason. Yeah. We better I, and I think that there's parallels in this journey to just about anything, right? Because in any outcome, like let's say you're going to purchase a home or, or or start a business or do whatever if day one you're like all right well this is the work ahead and these are all the things that i need to do to get this outcome and if i just do step one step two step three like and stay on the path i will arrive everyone kind of like falters and, and falls out and yeah. like hey, is this really going to happen you know it's taking longer than i thought and like in all the things that go through your mind but i think that there's so many parallels with this journey and every other journey that has this really big thing at the end that you're trying to accomplish or see through. Yeah. But it still comes down to the completion, right? You still got to do the day-to-day -day things to see it through and complete the task before you actually arrive. 
and and that's I think part of the the challenge sometimes. And you can't really see it because <clears throat> you yeah. can't see it, and you, you still got to do the work. Exactly. You still got to do the work, yeah. no matter what. And you're not always going to see the transformation. You're not right. always going to see the progress. You're not always going to see change. It feels like everything's the same. And, and it's not. we are used to doing something and getting immediate feedback, right? right? Like you you want you want a bigger screen, you go buy a bigger TV. You know, you want louder sound, you add speakers to that. Like we are used to immediate feedback with yes. with anything, and this kind of process just doesn't allow that. Me, the the work, the the eating, no problem. I got it. But my problem and one of the reasons why I decided to step on stage was, of course, to look good and all that, like I said before, but I needed mental toughness. I was weak mentally, like always psyched myself out. I always confessed myself not to do something no matter what it was. And this journey definitely helped me realize that, you know, I can put my mind, if I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. When they look at all the other mini goals that I accomplished getting to this, mm -hmm. which was probably huge. It was probably bigger than getting on the stage. Yeah, I mean, if you, again, if you go back and watch the episode, like at the very beginning of his journey, like uh, a few weeks in, um, he did uh, this High Rocks event, mm -hmm. which is a new was a new event for the United States. Uh, it was like a, a little bit of a fusion between some of the adventure races, like um, uh, what's it, what? like the Spartan race, um, but also kind of a, a fusion with shorter marathons. So, so basically the High Rocks is uh, a one-day event and it has eight workouts. Every workout is very different. Anything from a thousand meter sled push to uh, walking lunges with a sandbag. Um, there are eight workouts and in between each workout, there is a thousand meter run, right? Uh, and <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> You couldn't pay me to do it. Uh, so when they, the the first time that uh, Hyrox is, is in Germany and, and all over Europe, and the first time that they hosted an event in the U.S. was in Miami. And uh, we were one one of the gyms that, that were like a host gym for, for those workouts. And when he decided to do it, right, we started training at the gym. And, but that was the one of the first mini goals that he's talking about like he signed up for the race uh showed up to the race did, did the race all of this very new at working out like you weren't a fitness person or right athlete your whole right life. he had just started in our program a few started. a few weeks prior so that was already out of your comfort zone anything that you haven't done is out of your comfort zone right so but but i think that that said or or set yeah. the the momentum mm -hmm. for the next set of things, right? Because mm -hmm. he still wasn't working on his food at that point. Right. Um, he was he was working out consistently, more consistently than he had ever worked out. But that race, I think, triggered the next set of things mm -hmm. um, because yeah. it wasn't even it wasn't even just participating. Like finishing that event was difficult. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it's, so it's difficult. hard, yeah. you know, there, there were people that did not finish. Yeah. And I think finishing that race put in perspective, like how much, you can do. how much he had been able to do in the amount of time that he had spent with us. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, like, wait a minute, like, what else I want more. Do? Like, well, right. if I did this, well, what else could I do? That's mm -hmm. one of the things that this journey to the stage brought to me. Like, I realized how much shit I left on the table in my life because I psyched myself out. I was always the one in my way. So that's one of the things that I'm glad I stuck through. Because looking back, I'm like, look at all the shit I've done in a year. A year. Yeah. A year. A lot. You've done a lot. I always like to say, too, that like when you said mini goals and you said, you know, it sets the tone, every experience is like, I like envision it like a stepping stone, mm -hmm. right? Like it all is a piece of like this big puzzle of bettering yourself or recreating yeah. yourself or whatever quest or journey somebody is on. Uh, sometimes it's more physical, sometimes it's more mental. It's always to me a mixture of both, whether you can look at it that way or not. Mm -hmm. But every single photo shoot, race, um, hard day that you see through, show, whatever, podcast episode, even that's very nerve wracking for a lot of people. It was for me at first too, right? And it's like everything is like just another piece to your puzzle, another stepping stone to everything that you're heading to do. Okay, Self-growth. Self like you're starting to realize not only the physical change, the mental, the spiritual yeah. change, everything that that you can do if you just really apply yourself. So it was really neat to see the difference 
who I became in one year. Yeah. I'm a completely different person. And big or small, it yeah. all plays a role. Yeah, so. You know, sometimes people just focus on that end stage moment. Mm -hmm. And how many things did you go through, like you said, that probably were even more impactful in that year leading to the stage that contributed to who you've become and all the different set, like moments where you've had that sense of accomplishment and growth. You know? And I and I think along the way, uh, everybody that, that we worked with this year, you know, one of the things that you all have in common is that you all manage to train and prep for a show during one of the craziest eras in history. Mm -hmm. You know, we had so much uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, when when you decided, when, when did you decide to show back in January, right? Uh, December, like, well, January. Yeah, yeah so it was like January. Right. He made his final yeah. It was he his was final answer. Yeah, he phoned a friend, <laughs> you know. Let me um, think about it. Um, and then when he finally decided it was January, and then fast forward four weeks, and everything got turned upside down, right? Yeah. Like, gyms closed. Uh, like, we had a whole bunch of uncertainty. But, and, and again, back to correlation, this goal at the very end or, or that deadline, right? kept that vision kept everyone working kept everyone on the team like going because at the end and everyone said and i know i don't know if it was the same for you but this was the only thing that they can control right yeah. choosing to eat the food choosing to work out was one of the only things for all of us that that we actually had control over because yeah. nobody could tell us you know there were curfews there were you know so many rules and restrictions on what you could and couldn't do but no one could control if you ate your food the way yeah. you're supposed to and if you chose to to yeah. work out and stay physically fit. But I think for me, because this is the first time, and it sounds terrible, but this is the first time I've ever accomplished such a long-term goal, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But my problem was that it was so far away. So I, I felt there was opportunity to kind of take your foot off the pedal. Along so, the way. yeah, so I never understood why people did mini goals mm -hmm. to reach a long term. So that's when the 75 days kicked in and, and another oh, well, well, not only that, but I, but if you really think about it, you had a few mini goals because we had a photo shoot lined up. Right. We had three um, photo shoots. We had three photo shoots that we did this year. But before right? before right. your your shoot, you have you already had a photo shoot lined up. Mm -hmm. And then that set the all right, well. If I stay focused from now until then, right? So if the goal was all the way at the end of the table and you stayed focused from here till here, you know, that first mm -hmm. photo shoot, then great. So you cross that bridge first. Yeah. And we always make sure we do that for the team. Absolutely. It's so important to have these mini goals or milestone goals mm -hmm. um, because they also let you know that you're moving in the right direction, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. maybe the goal is really big, again, like getting on stage, but these mini goals, these micro goals or milestone goals, they kind of let you know that you're moving in the right direction because you, you're you not supposed to arrive yet, right? right? You're like, like when you hit that milestone, that isn't your arrival that, but you you are able to look back and say, okay, I made it this far. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going in the right direction. And they keep you engaged. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the thing about this process. It doesn't really matter how committed and excited and determined you are. You need things along the way to keep you engaged. But I wanted to go back to what you said earlier about this year being crazy because I've never heard of anyone that's gone through a prep and didn't have something majorly hard happen during the prep, right? Like that's the nature of prepping because you're always prepping for months and life is life and something is going to happen inside of those months. Right, 100%. Right? Like I've gotten on stage six times. There was never a prep where I was like, this was good. Like some days were hard, whatever, but nothing major happened in my life. Something major happened in my life inside of every prep. That's the beauty of it, right? You persevere mm -hmm. and you get through it. And you hear a bunch of crazy stories like this happened during my prep. And that, like, that's what I think sets people apart is like you <clears> did it no matter what got thrown your way. Life is going to get in, in your way. That's what you always say, mm -hmm. right? Are you going to push through no matter what? But this year was beyond something like that. It was beyond everybody's control. And it happened to all of us. All of us. But at first it was like, okay, is this thing really serious? Like, are we all going to die? Right. <laughs> right. Like at first everyone's panicking because it's like, what the that. fuck is going on? Like none of us have lived through something like this. Right. So at first you're, Either what's happening? Mm -hmm. Then the gyms are closed. Then the shows are getting canceled. Then the shows are getting moved. So it's beyond something happening in your life that you're like, okay, this sucks in my life right now, but I'm going to persevere through because I got a show. Do we have a show? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we have a gym? 
are we going to die? <laughs> like, right. There's so a many lot of things happening that it's like, at any point in time, getting through a prep is a major accomplishment. Even if you go through something tragic during your prep, but this one specifically, like this year, anyone who got on stage is Kudos. beyond yeah. Yeah. epic. I didn't want anything to get in my way. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't. like Because I, I, I felt like I owe it to myself. Like, I didn't want to let myself down. So... I just kept going and it was tough. It was tough, but you have to find a way to adapt. If you really wanted that bad for yourself, you want to take something through, you got to find a way to adapt. And how much, you know, I I know that before you were talking, I think I cut you off when you were talking about 75 hard. How much momentum do you think you got from from completing that? That was, I don't think if I would have done it, I don't think I would have had the same outcome. Because like I said, it just kept me just, on that, I just kept my mind on that, on that, on that positive mindset. Like I need to do this. Like this needs to happen. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. This is gonna happen. I'm gonna get my food in, my training in, my water in, my book in. Next day, let's do it again. Like it just kept me on track. One of the things that that I always like to ask about because you know people watching, people listening, you know they they start to like like what she was saying at the beginning. They start to come up with all the reasons why they can't, right? Um, and one of the things that always comes up for people. Uh, is their their social circle or their family or their friends, right? Yes. Um, how, well, how am I going to accomplish? And honestly, it doesn't even have to be the stage. Uh, it, could, it could be just somebody who is looking to improve their health. You know, maybe they want to lose a little bit of weight, mm-hmm. but they're like, well, how am I going to do this if my friends invite me over for dinner? Or how am I going to do this if, you know, my family's having a get together? Yeah. Um, how did you go about that um get some new friends <laughs> <laughs> so that so all right so i know i knew i had to change a lot of aspects of my life the fitness the eating the partying was was, was it was very poisonous to my life it was it was holding me back I had, I had a lot of great friends um but i realized i had to change a lot of aspects of my life and that was one of them i really cut a lot of that out friends and and my family is very small. It's my brother, my mom, my dad. So like, and yeah, they 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 didn't understand at first, but then they just they just stopped asking and they they respected it. But I decided to cut myself out of it because I just didn't want to be around that environment anymore. So a friend had a party and they invited me. Great, I can't go. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, that's I mean, just this is what I decided to do. And to be honest, I I, I was kind of thinking about it the other day, like Yates, I lived like a monk. <laughs> and it said that I was working and I right, was driving, right. but like my day was wake up early, go to work, train, train again, eat, go to sleep, do it again. You know, and, and it's funny you hear that because you say it, right? And I'm like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Right? Yeah, you want to accomplish something big, you go all in, yeah. right? But the person listening, it's like, well, I'm not going to cut out my friends. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, I'm not going to cut out my friends <laughs> because, you know, those are my friends. Or this I'm not saying I did it. I still, I still had a social life. I still went out here and there, but it was, it was completely different. If not I as often. Not as often. If I felt like I didn't want to do it, hey, I didn't do it. Yeah. And for the most part, I didn't do it. How many times, if you're listening or watching, how many times have you gone to do something in a social situation, friend, family member, that you didn't want to go do, mm. right? And you still went and did it anyway. Yeah. And then the next day said, man, I really didn't want to go do that. I shouldn't have done it. Um, but you still went and did it. And I, and I think that that happens so often. Yeah. Yes. Like We feel obligated to because this, we're like, well, I haven't seen so-and-so. Or right. every time they invite me, I don't go. Or I said I was going to go in a moment of excitement. This and, weird sense of obligation. Obligation, yeah. You know? I mean, if... It, there's no wrong. Why don't you feel obligated to yourself? Yeah, like, yeah. you want to go party, you want to go, you know, hang out with your friends, fine. But I felt like I let myself down a lot because of things that I put stuff aside that I wanted to do, and I felt obligated to do that. Mm-hmm. So I decided coming in this year, I told myself it's time to make changes, and that's what I decided to do. I decided mm-hmm. to keep to myself, and to be honest, I, I started to get to know myself. A lot better. And to create a different and version. And to create a, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and to create a different lifestyle and do what I wanted to do. And I felt most happy prepping and doing what I wanted to do. It was yeah. it was less stressful in the fact that I didn't have to worry about this drama or that mm-hmm. drama, or what he said, what she said. You know, I, I stuck to what I can control. And prior before I decided to compete, 
that's what I told myself I need to do is like, I need to branch out on my own. I need to get away from certain things. I just, I need some mental clarity yeah. for me. Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's process is different. But when we were talking to someone that was coming onto the team the other day, and it's like, I feel like people are always so against change, whether they want to admit it or, or hmm. notice it or not. It's like change is so scary for people, right? But it's like, oh, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to see my friends or I'm not going to stop eating the things that I like. And I'm not going to be that person that has no life, you know, doing this. You have all these stigmas. Like I used to be that person, right? Like mm -hmm. I had all the reasons why that was going to be a miserable path for me. But here's the thing. In order for things to change, <laughs> things have to change. 100%. And that's come up so much this weekend, going back to how we started the show, watching the Olympia. The first time that she watched, right? Like I wasn't watching. <laughs> he was watching. I, I was, was in the background just with, doing yeah. stuff. And, and I was like, what the hell? And all like? she talked about was, I can't live a life like that. Who does that? Why would they do that? That's Why would so they awful. choose to do that? There's, you know, so many things. And, and here we are, fast forward, you know, five, six, seven years later. And, you know, you're one of those people that does and that. And I'm at the <laughs> end of my seat, like, is he going to make it? Is she going to make it? But in retrospect, I, I think that sometimes people focus on what they have to give up and, and lose and, and miss out on and, and not focus enough on what they're going to gain. Right. Right. If what you're going to give up is Saturday night, you know, pizza, mm -hmm. but what you're going to gain is health, vitality, yeah. energy, a body you like. and a body that, that you love. Mm -hmm. Are you really giving something up? Yeah, I think, and that's that's what I was saying. Like everyone's against the change, but everyone wants change. But it's like, is that your phone? You can get it. In order for, if there's I, no pauses on live yeah, TV, live. like it's we're live. This is real life. Um, in order for there to be change, there has to be change, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, but people don't want to change. But here's the thing: if you're not happy where you are, then you do want change. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I don't give a shit, like I am super content with where I'm at, then that's awesome exactly but if there's the slightest bit of discontent you know, discontent that's what i was looking for and unhappiness with any area of your life health and fitness or not yes maybe it's your relationship maybe it's your job maybe it's yeah. the way your bed is positioned in your room maybe you need to rearrange your house maybe you need to move right like anything in your life that's like this is not really like i'm 100 happy with it then fucking change it like you have it's your obligation to change it or not complain about it Right. And yeah. that's the thing. Oh, but I can't, I can't do this and I can't do that. Like, well, <laughs> pick your heart, right? How many times have we seen that whatever you are not changing, you are choosing? Yes. Amen. You know, mm -hmm. how many times have you seen it? And that is applicable to anything. You have a miserable experience at work, change it. You know, you hate your fucking husband, change it. Right. <laughs> you know, hate your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Goes both ways, right? But but the point is, in in this health and fitness world that we live in, mm -hmm. where people complain about the way they feel, or about the way, the they, way look. they look, and they complain for weeks and months and years, mm -hmm. yet do nothing about it, mm -hmm. then you're choosing that, yes. right? You're also choosing to complain. Yes. Look, I'm, I'm 33, and I really I thought you were older. I am, but I'm the same 33 <laughs> for the people. For, for the people. people. For the fans. For my fans. Um, <laughs> And I felt that I didn't know who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like I was just trying to fit in and, and, and trying to let people dictate my life and just following things that I didn't want to follow. I chose to be like this this year. I chose to just be on my own and, and focus on this because I was really fucking tired of, of, see, of that reflection in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I, was, I had enough. Yeah. I don't know how many times before I met you guys, I tried to... You know, I was always active in high school. I was always active. I was 130, the skinniest I was. I was always active. And then at, when I left high school, partying and all that happened, I was always trying to get in shape. But at the same time, I didn't shape up my life. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I was, I was going down the wrong path with some good people, some bad people, but I was just following the crowd. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really making my own path. Mm -hmm. So that, that's when I decided I fucking had enough. And that's when, when I, when I met the, you know, you guys and I started working out, I was like, I'm going to dial this in. And that in. can apply to anybody, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're not a 33 year old man who needs to discover or create a different version of himself, but 
having enough is really where the change starts. Mm -hmm. You have whatever your holdup is, whatever your, you know, unhappiness is getting to that point where you're like, all right, I've had enough. So whatever that may mean for you, that's when the change begins. And you never know how you're going to get there. Because honestly, like shout out to Ozzy and Yadi for bringing Juan into into our circle and introducing him to the stuff that we were doing. Um, Because even though he was seeking that, you know, it's every every door kind of leads you to the next thing. Yes. You know, but you do have to be willing to walk through that door. It was seeing his transformation was was really because he was trying to get me to go for a while Mm -hmm. to try out your gym. And I was like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like we're gonna. <laughs> and I hadn't seen him for like maybe six months. And when I saw him, he he transformed like big time. I'm like, all right, I, I gotta try this out. <laughs> and I was hooked from there. Then the rest is history. But um, I was just I was in my own little bubble. Then I just I just didn't want to do anything, you know. So yeah, if it wasn't for him, like I don't think I would have thought he would have continued. Right. <laughs> Partying. partying or whatever, but like things happen for a reason. Like, you sometimes you gotta go through that shit to, to learn. But like my my tipping point was I just fucking had enough with that guy in the reflection mirror. I had enough with that guy. I, I was like, something needs to change. Because I you you feel it like things are gonna go horribly wrong. I started seeing the, the dark spirals going in. And it's part of my life that I don't talk about a lot, but it was getting pretty bad. Yeah, it was getting pretty bad and 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 I was raised right great parents you know um you know great family but it was just something that i created and it wasn't a reality for me i was just following i was just following the norm that I thought right I was. Mm-hmm. and i had to take a step back and be like all right i, I have to start doing something for me mm-hmm. and that's what this this whole journey was about was was changing me and coming full circle so you got on stage mm-hmm. you did your show mm-hmm. um you did your thing on the stage and and then now you come off the stage. All right, so now you completed that part of this journey, and now what? I want to fucking go back on. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, nah, nah, nah. I need to do over. Let's do it again. That was too quick. I was happy. It's not that I wasn't right. happy. Right. It, it was an amazing feeling, even though it was like it had, I felt like I was up there for two seconds. Like it was a blink of an eye. It yeah. was just a surreal experience. It was an out of body experience. I felt like I was just in a tunnel. And like I was just like in front of nobody. Like it was so surreal, I can't explain it. But um once I got off stage, I was like, all right, we need to come back and do this again. We need to uh, kick some ass. Now it's time to kick ass. Yeah. Right. Because they experience it, now it's time to kick some fucking ass. And and you know, I find it funny how many times that's difficult for people to acknowledge, you know, because I you did it, right? You accomplished it. Amazing feat. You you got on stage. More than most people will Overcame ever ever a do, bunch right? Of things the whole year. I think that sometimes people feel bad about wanting more. Yes. And I think that at some point, people don't even start because they're like, "Well, if I start this and I like it, and I, you know, then I'm gonna want to do more." It's like oh, I don't even want to go down that I path. I think it's a defense mechanism because you don't want to be let down. Like if yeah. you say I want to win and you don't, then it's gonna be disappointing, yeah. right? But if you don't say you want to win and you don't, then you're good. Yeah, because how could you be disappointed? That's right. what you set out to do. Yeah, for me, like, like yeah, everybody wants to win. Sure, like winning was in my mindset. Me was like getting on the stage and right. that doing and it. accomplishment was else when I win. But after, I was like, I just want to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to beat twenty twenty one. I want to get better. The same one thing with the high rocks and anything I do now. You go into the athlete mentality. You're an athlete now. We were talking mm-hmm. about yeah. that. We're I talking just about that. Better. But now your standards have changed, oh, yes. right? Exactly. And now the 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 you who's here now has a different set of standards yep. and wanting more makes you have to get better yes so there's no choice you know and you're choosing to do that mm-hmm. again like you know you are choosing to say i'm really happy where i am you know i did a lot but now i want to get better yes. like you know you're not saying well that's it i did this call it quits you know no. you're choosing to want to get better yeah and that's what it's all about, like to keep growing, to get keep getting better, yeah. to learning, and to keep. Listen, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm new. got it all figured I'm, out. Yeah, I got it figured <laughs> out. I'm, I'm born again. Like no, like, but now you start to realize that you start 
picking up little things like, all right, now I got to fix this about my life. Yeah. Right, I gotta change How this. much more you can do. It gives you yeah. the confidence to do more. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. You, want, you want more for yourself. And, and listen, we say it all the time. You might get off stage if you're doing it for the first time. And you might say, that was awesome. Like, I'm so happy that I did that. But it's not really my jam, right? right. Like, I have no desire to do that again. Maybe I want to do a photo shoot next or a race or whatever. I want to, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't mean that just because someone does one show, they want, they need to continue doing shows to get better. You right. can continue to get better without doing that. Exactly. Same thing, but exactly. it is about continuously getting better. Absolutely. That's, that's my whole thing. So like, yeah, like after the fact, well, first of all, the, the experience getting on stage is crazy. <laughs> it's so cool. It's, right? it's, it's hard. Like, like I couldn't explain, like I was nervous cause I was the first one in my category to go I know. I'm like, I'm like, what? On top of everything I'm going first. <laughs> I gotta walk where and I kept asking the lady like maybe like 13 times. So I got I got there. Like, so. But like it was like everything's just doom, doom, doom. everything just slowed down when I got up there. And it's just all right, let's go. Let's go. Time to go. And it's like a self-accomplishment that I can't even describe. It was just so surreal. And it, it happened quickly, it happened so fast, but it is like like a weight off my shoulders. Like mm -hmm. I did it. Mm -hmm. I arrived. It was so cool. Like it was just Amazing. That's the yeah. best. I love Amazing. That. We ask everybody, like, what would you say to somebody who is, and I, I'm pretty sure we asked you on your last one, mm -hmm. but now that you've done it, specifically for the person that is considering getting on stage, on stage. curious about getting on stage, thinking about doing this whole competition thing, but isn't embarking on the journey yet, what would you say to that person that's like right there on the edge? I knew he was gonna say it just like that. Don't even think about it. Fucking do it, because it's gonna get you to where your goal, what you want your goals to be, and accomplish. You're gonna, you're gonna accomplish so much, and you're gonna find out what you're capable of, and all this shit you left on the table. 100. It, it, it's not about winning. If you get on stage, you already won. Yes. You already, you already set the set everything you want to do, break all the goals, and accomplish what you want. All that's gonna happen. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. The, the pros that were there, it was refreshing to because every everybody there was amazing. They were all it was good vibe, but they were rooting for like for us, the amateurs. They were so happy to say, dude, if you're here, that means like you you made it. Yeah. You made it, you're here, you're ready to go. And then all you gotta do is from here on out, just keep getting better. Keep getting better. Like mm -hmm. they always sharing stories. I used to be a buck 30 or I was 400 pounds or whatever. And then you look at these guys and they're jacked. But how much time did they put in? Because right. they decided to fucking just do it and show it for themselves. So if you have that, or should I do it? I don't know if I can. I don't know. Just fucking do it. That's it. There's there's no other. There's no I think we could do a compilation of this part for everybody. Yeah. What would you say for someone on the fence? Yeah. Fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Jump over the fence. <laughs> that was that because like Coach and Nice were saying, like they talked to Nice about it first and then Coach and then some other team members. And they were bringing up the idea, and I'm looking at myself. I'm like, I'm not. No, I can't. Yeah, do that I was shit. like, Juan, let's do a show. He's like, No, <laughs> crazy. So I took some time to think about it. But what happens is you find more ways not to do it. You find more ways to psych yourself out. More reasons. Oh, I, I don't. I'm not. Not a model. I'm not a model. I'm not muscular. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the morning of, I think it was a Sunday workout or something. That I woke up and I still didn't know. And then I just said, I'm gonna just fucking do it. And I literally just said that I'm gonna just fucking do it. I got out of the car and I told him I'm gonna do it. And that was me too for my first show. Like yeah. I was not a model. I was not a front of the room person. I didn't even post on Instagram. Right. Like I was not, you know, out there and I was not in shape. I was none of those things. I couldn't even hold on to a, a, a diet or meal plan for three days straight. Yeah. But that's the reason why I had to do it because I wasn't that person and I wanted to be and not necessarily like, oh, I want to be a model, but like I wanted to be like the person that put a, put a big goal in front of me and, and set out to do it and saw it through and, and change things about myself that I didn't like, like being shy or being insecure about certain things. So it's like, that's the reason why I had to do it because I thought I couldn't because I thought it wasn't me, you know? So those are all the reasons why too. It's a life-changing experience. I know that you always have a, a question also, yes. but wait, wait. I was just looking at the date. He knows how quick I'm going to fucking And I realized that this is one of the last shows of the year, you know, yes, it is. Um, as we're ending the year. And I wanted to take a moment to just talk about some of the things about this year. Because as you look back, right, 
what were some of the moments that stood out for you this year? And honestly, like just because this show really isn't about just working out and dieting, um, anything like, you know, the first thing that I thought about when I was going to ask you that is like, remember Tiger King? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You, shit, yeah. you know what? That Google commercial, I think really. Yeah. Have you guys seen that Google commercial? It encapsulates it all, that... but like in a very sad way. Yeah. It talks about Kobe and the Black Panther guy and the Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. COVID and COVID. It's like, it just like. But what were some of the things that you remember about this year as, as we're closing? Hilarious. You haven't seen Tiger King. <laughs> Do you guys You're remember welcome. Tiger King? <laughs> you believe we they don't We should have known what this year was going to be like. <laughs> like, we should have been prepared after that. When Tiger King became a hit, we should have known what was coming. You should work out and train with the same level of confidence that he has. Yeah. For real. For real. Like, you should wake up in oh. the morning. And then go three like, days like <laughs> Tiger King. What else happened this year? I mean, to me, obviously, what stood out was when COVID happened and how, like, how rapidly, like, everything just shut the fuck down. And what I realized was really how short life is because um, how anything could could just just change anything from blink of an eye. Like, and that's when I started to realize how much I left on the table. Like, I don't want to go out and not really like God forbid something happens that I can't you know, walk or whatever. You always find a way to adapt, but like you start to realize how good you really have it. Yeah. Like all those things that you can accomplish and you just decide not to. And how everything changed from, it felt like it was from like a day to another. Like boom, shut Every down. time something happened, I was like, that they were like, oh, they're yeah. gonna make everyone stay home. I'm like, they can't no, fucking yeah. do that. Yeah, there's no <laughs> Bam, <laughs> they're gonna close down all the businesses. Yeah. They can't fucking do that. <laughs> Bam, I was like, what the hell? They're gonna make everyone wear masks. I'm like, please, <laughs> how are they gonna do that? Bam! It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's, all the things yeah. that I said could never happen did. Mm -hmm. And you're right, was, it does give you perspective. I was like, don't sleep on something. You say you're going to do it, and, it, and you find it in your heart. It, it could be walking on stage. It could be anything in your life. If you feel this is, is your calling and in your gut, that's what you have to do, just fucking do it. Yeah. Like Nike, whatever. I just, feel just like, fucking do it. I just feel like the stage never feels like someone's calling. Right. Uh, it just right. is, it feels like it feels like the big scary thing you're never going to accomplish. And in that journey of changing yourself enough to achieve that is I think. The but point. even, even in the case that, you know, honestly, like people listening or watching are watching because they are in some way, shape or form on a fitness path or on a health path or interested in, in getting Curious, one. Yeah. Right. But stage or not, like, I think that the advice is applicable either way. Yeah, for sure. If you are, curious, interested, thinking about changing your approach to how you're doing things when it comes to the way that you eat or the way that you work out, your lifestyle, like you've got to just do it. You know, you've got to stop thinking that you need a new week, a new month, a new Monday, a new year. Like yeah. none of those things are going to make it easier or better. Those are just, you know, things that people say uh, to give themselves permission to not start right away. And, and I think this year and especially, yeah, look at like me. everyone is waiting for 2021. No one, no one waited for you to be ready for the pandemic. Right. No one asked you for permission to shut things down. It happened. And no one thought it was going to last this long. Like when this all started and they did all the things that I never thought they would, I'm like, all right, like how long is this going to last a month? Maybe two. Right. Here we are nine months later and everyone, I can't wait. Look, can't wait to get rid of 2020 guys. Mm -hmm. Nothing different is going to happen. January 1st, 2021. We're all gonna have to ride this COVID wave and all the changes. You know what I've heard a lot this week? Today is longer. today is the 20th. You know what I've heard a lot this week and this month? Like, oh, I'll start after the holidays. You're well, forget why. <laughs> Even if you were going to have a celebratory day on the 24th or 25th or whatever day or you both. celebrate, or both, right? That's two days. Same thing with New Year's Eve. That's one day. Like, what are you waiting for? You could be well into your 10. journey to, even if you've never done anything, today is Sunday. Even if you started today or tomorrow, and then by Thursday and Friday, you had some flexibility in what you were gonna eat or maybe took the day off, you already started. Mm -hmm. You know, you are three or four days further ahead than, in, well, forget behind, two or three days, three or four days further ahead than you would be if you didn't do anything. You know, yeah. 
And we've even talked about this. Like there's two days this week that for us, like we celebrate 24th at night. And in those two days, we're talking about two meals. Right. We're not talking about, you know, if we ate four or five, six times a day, we're talking about two out of 12 meals. Yeah. Same thing with next year. New Year's Eve at night is the only celebration. Right. I'm going to wake up on New Year's Eve and be like, oh. What are we gonna eat? Right. Like Should I put ice cream on my pancakes? Like it's New Year's Eve. We'll party later. Right. We can have a normal breakfast. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> but um, but anyway, go ahead. So I'll give her the final question. I always ask, but he got into a lot of like his personal stuff. But right. I still always want to ask, what was specifically specifically what was the most impactful part of this journey for you? That's gonna be a tough one to answer, but because I've seen the podcast and and. That question really radiated to me. And, and the typical answer came out like, you know, showing up for myself or stepping on stage and stuff. But I had to really think about it. And it hit me. I was like, getting to know me. That's. Oh, I love this. I love the realness. Juani. <sighs> we call him Juani. <laughs> That to me was big. Just getting to getting to know myself and just showing up. Oh, I love that. That was so good. And that's why we do the that's show. That's why we do it live. And that's why we do it live. It's gonna make me cry. <laughs> show up for yourself. Yes. Show up for yourself. You are none of us Thank are you for answering that so honestly. None of us are getting out of this alive. Nope. Show up for yourself while you're here. All our days are numbered. Show up for yourself while you're here. Yes. Peace out, everybody. No, <laughs> no, that was beautiful. That was awesome. I love that. And I love that everyone knows the question that's coming and yes. they've thought about it. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all it's about. It's done the same thing for me. And that's why we love what we do and we continue to do it because it's about so much more than it's 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 so much more than that so until next time if you are watching on youtube comment hit the little like thing if you are listening yes. uh same thing they're supposed to be doing something with ratings like if you rate it or something that's that's good I don't for know it. How any of this works. i don't know how it works okay, but have some messages i'm gonna read do what people do on podcasts guys thank you for tuning in juan we love you i love his story and his journey and I love the realness of this show. Yes. We have two more shows of 2020. Two more. We are going to do an interview with Brianna Moret. And, guys, uh, we are, <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to do a final, just like in the coach, before 2020 is over. So be on the lookout for that in the next few days. Happy Sunday, guys. Peace out, everybody. All right, I'm going to go turn all this off.